weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. had a feeling I was going to sort of let this one go today. Um, I usually, or I tried to have uh, an old friend, Craig McKee, come on the show and uh, talk his talk about 9-11. And it didn't work out last year. He was doing something, and then I haven't spoken to him in a minute. Uh, I'm sure I'll reach out to him again. He, this guy was the front runner, foremost individual who was 100% locked into the 9-11 quote-unquote conspiracy. And it's funny going back on that and looking at that stuff. There are people sort of in the truth movement. I'm doing air quotes with my hands, ladies and gentlemen. In the truth movement, they get locked into an idea. So they are, you know, this is my mission. This is my statement. This is my saying. This is what I'm doing. This is what I believe in. And I find that fascinating. So there are a lot of people that have been brought into an ideology or a changing of thought or a new way of seeing things through certain things. I mean, for me, it was the same for me. It was nine 11 that really sort of had me question the initial narrative. The first time I broke up from deep or broke up with started to question default reality um, was nine 11. And then it progressed. Obviously I questioned a few other things all the way through uh, as you do, you naturally want want answers. Why wouldn't you? I don't know it. For me, it was just it was just an absolute gateway. It got me to you know uh, moon landing. It got me to Pearl Harbor. It got me through. I mean, the, the list goes on. It, you just run down the gamut of all the the, the operations, the Kennedy assassination, all these things um, that were. I mean, before COVID, these things were all like super taboo. And they were definitely in the subcategory of conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat, nut job. And now, I mean, even that that adage, even even thinking about it that way, you're stuck with an ideology of, of I can't have these thoughts because I'm crazy or the people will think I'm crazy. But what's funny is the more you move with it, the more you, I don't know, envelop it, sit with it, understand it the more the 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 social norm 
seems weird. Why is it that I absolutely have to believe one story handed to me? And why am I not allowed to question it at all? Without fear of being shut down, destroyed by the mainstream media, destroyed by any narrative, destroyed by any social media, basically shut off, throttled back, reach gone. Why is it that I'm not allowed to have questions? So 9-11, I wasn't going to do anything on it. But then I'm thinking to myself, this thing is like the grandfather of people in my generation. It's it, it's such an, an important event, uh, such an eye-opening event to, to anyone. And this is like, this 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 was 21 years ago. 9-11 is now officially old enough to drink. It's funny to me that, you know, the people of, of my generation, of my, my age, mole age bracket, uh, I mean, we were the very first, quote unquote, very first millennials. Um, and that's kind of a derogatory term. But is it? I mean, all terms are derogatory and all terms are designed to group and all terms are designed to once partnered with and paired with and believed in essentially divide. Oh, you're a Gen Xer. I'm a millennial. I'm this. I'm that. I'm whatever. I'm going to group myself off and tear myself down. And there's that old saying, stand for something or fall for everything. And oh, shit, we fell for that, didn't we? <laughs> right, because now, if you really look at it, everything that they've asked of us has been fake. Everything that they've asked of us has been has been false, has been detrimental to you. And, I mean, that sounds convoluted, right? But I'm talking about what's going on in the world right now. I'm talking about that we're not allowed to ask questions. It's starting to change. I mean, uh, prime example, I got throttled back a while ago. Um, well, a long time ago. When I'm, <laughs> uh, which time are you referring to, uh, sir? Now, this is one of them. When I was talking about ivermectin and not talking about it as a medical anything, just talking about it as in, in the same vein as I'm talking about it now, like why am I not allowed to talk about it? But because I posted it on the social media, I got throttled back to, to a ridiculous amount on my uh, on my Instagram. And I know people that like lost their their reach. They lost their accounts altogether for false medical information that was going to cause harm. Who are these people? Who are these people? How come we can't hold the fact checkers accountable? I'll get to that. But the ivermectin thing, the CDC's now got it on their website that it's a cure. They just slip that out there, you know, and so I don't care about that, the, the division. I understand that absolutely everything that goes along with everything that we're seeing right now, the intention of all of it is to divide and conquer, is to divide, every, to, to, to divide all of us to, to today, Junior. If we're divided in house, in, in social standings, in group, in business, then none of us are really paying attention to the, the, the bigger picture. We're going to fight each other. We're going to fight each other. We're going to, who knows? We're going to grow, learn, whatever. We're not going to do anything, but we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to be unified, right? The thing is there are a collective of people and it is a small collective that show us the message that they want us to see. And then all of us, the rest of the known universe starts fighting about it. So the less than 1% who own everything tell us what we need to do. And then we fight with each other about what we should do most based on the information that we got from the people that are telling us what to do. 
It doesn't sound foolish or silly or peculiar or odd. This doesn't sound strange to you. We're so used to it. We're so born into it. We're so ingrained with the idea that we have to do what we're told, that the news is helping us. And if you don't like this news, you can watch that news. And if you don't like this, you can watch that. And if you don't like that, you can watch this. You can get your opinion from here. You can get your opinion from there. The National Enquirer sat on news shelves my entire life without one person stating fake news. But people are losing their businesses. Doctors are getting fired, canned, shut down, arrested because they don't agree with the official narrative. How is this beneficial to anybody? Now, obviously, you and I know all of this. But this is why I wanted to talk about 9-11. Like, we live in a world right now where if you haven't bothered to look at 9-11 or ask questions or see what happened to where and what, I mean, I guess that's kind of on you. And, like, I get that. And I'm not even, like, at this stage in the game, at no point would I even say to somebody, hey, check out 9-11, because they don't want to look at it. And remember, it's not a bad thing because people are supposed to be asleep. You need, you specifically, the person who's waking up, you need these people to be asleep because you need to see who you are, how far you've come based on the contrast, the contrast of where they are. This person who you knew when you were dead asleep is still standing here right now saying the same things that they were always saying before, and yet you've moved forward, you've progressed. There's an old saying that says, if the people you're talking to aren't listening, stop talking to those people. And at first it seems really hard and strange and peculiar to walk away from lifelong friends. But that's because we picked our friends randomly at a time where we they represented who we were. And it's really hard for us to, rep- to, to, to state who we think we are moving forward or to assume as we slightly become a little bit aware, a little bit more aware of who we are, it's hard for us to ever admit in the past that we, not that we were wrong, but that we were in that place. So we're like, no, these are my friends. Just because have you ever questioned why you actually are friends with who you're friends with? I mean, is it weird that you kind of want to let go of a bunch of your friends, the people that you've known forever? And you know that there's a a few people as you progress and as you move into new things that you've just naturally not even given a thought to, but fallen away from. And there's some people that are down in the dumps, bummed, beat up, that that are doing themselves dirty right now. But you know full well that that person's got major potential. And you want to help that person or at least show that person that there's more to what they're doing than what they're doing. And all of these things exist because you need them to exist because your character in this game needs to expand. And that's kind of cool. So it, there comes a point in time where you sort of sit back and go, man, I am, I need these people to help me grow because if I can help them, then in turn, I'm helping myself. I'm sharing a message. I'm sharing something. I'm teaching something that I've learned. And when you teach it, you learn it even better. You get the opportunity to step up. You get the opportunity to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. You get the opportunity to put yourself in shoes that you were in before. And you get to see how far you've come. How far you've come and what you understand. And that's one of the biggest things that not a lot of people are talking about. Because how we compare ourselves to the rest of the world is indicative of how the world has told us to compare ourselves to the rest of the world. And by that, I mean everything natural and holy that you that you do in your natural life. Everything that you do within your immediate sphere of influence is altered by your extended sphere of influence. In other words, everyone's fighting over what's going on in Ukraine. Nobody's talking about what's going on in Pakistan, right? I'm using that arbitrarily because it's a a talking point right now. Like they're in the middle of a war and uh, President Ukraine 
went to uh, the 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 queen's uh, uh, funeral. Oh yeah, since I last talked to you, the queen passed too. <laughs> I love watching this shit. Uh, I was convinced that she was gone a long time ago, and and there was a lot of a lot of stuff to back that up. But there, I mean, I don't know yet the symbolism of why the queen left. Or, or why we've been alerted that the queen left or what the changing of the guard is. Um, I don't know, but I know that it's, you know, it's all puppetry, right? All of it is puppetry. And the funny thing too is, you know, there would be a time where I would have been a, a, a leery to say anything derogatory towards the queen. In this immediate day and age, she was a human being above all else, you'll hear people say. And then you hear stuff like, you know, you, you see stuff like this woman has oppressed and she is she is condemned and she has destroyed the the the, the, the beautiful people of Canada, um, the apartheid in, in South America or South Africa, the colonization of a lot of places. I mean, ask any and I hate the term Aboriginal, but ask any of the Canadians who were on this soil before us folk showed up under the rule of the British government, how impressive they are or how impressive or how much we should cherish the queen. Ask anybody who's starving or who has starved um, how helpful the queen was when she sits there talking about poverty with, uh, from behind her golden piano. Ask about what the Freemasons are. What does Freemasonry straight up stand for? Free brickwork. How did these people inherit those architectural buildings that they have? What was handed down to them? Why do we still have to bow to them? Why do these people have any precedence or power over anyone? Why do we let the oppressors, why do we worship the oppressors? Why do we sit here and get shit on by the oppressors, the news owners, everybody who tells us what to do, say, think, and feel? Why is it that they get our sympathy? I don't understand at all why we're talking about these things when we should be talking about growth, maturity, understanding, comprehension, compassion, self-work, inner self, self-expansion, Growth on all levels, breaking free from the chains that we've been tethered to, right? There are things that happen in this world that wake us up to all of the other possibilities that are going on in this world. And the first round of waking up is being shit on. The first round of waking up is being like, no, you can't say that. No, you can't think that. No, you can't do that. No, it's absurd to, to go against it. And it's not even it's not even any one particular group of people that's doing this. It's It's everyone. It's everyone who's still dead asleep is protecting the machine that we're all living in. We've been brainwashed so much and waking up from brainwashing and, and sort of seeing past it is one of the most scary things in the entire world. Because you're like, well, what? Everybody that I've ever known is telling me that I'm crazy. So I must be crazy. And boy, does it ever feel like you're crazy when you're going through it. That's for sure. But the truth of the matter is, this has been happening and people have been waking up throughout the dawn of time. And it's all part of the experiment. It's all part of seeing this stuff. We're going to go through another thing. They're talking about, they're talking about in Canada, they're talking about uh, fifth and sixth boosters for this shit. And they're also talking about sudden adult death syndrome, which I think they've changed the name of. I'm not even sure what it is. Sudden arrhythmia death syndrome. SADS. Right? How come people haven't tied SADS and SIDS together? Sudden infant death syndrome. Well, I don't know. The kid's young. Of course he just died. Man, the vaccines that they've been pumping into these kids have been probably popping them off. Now, with regards to all of the safety protocols that I'm blah, 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 uh, I'm supposed to say these things like, you know, if you're going to sample, if you're going to, if you're going to soundbite any of this podcast, you have to soundbite it all because it all has something to do with something, right? 
exclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> so is it health? No. Are you are you going to listen to a podcast? Are you going to be one of those people? Like, I listen to a podcast and he says something about sads and sids and then I didn't vaccinate my kids and blah, 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 blah. No, man. Never in the history of anything would I ever say anyone to do anything that what well, that wasn't their own research. Do your own research. Look into your own shit. Check into this stuff. Look into this. Take a look at it. What they want you to do is none of that. They want you to not look at me. They want you to be censored. I mean, it's simply when you go to add my Instagram account on your on your Instagram, if you go to Instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance and you try to and you click follow, you're going to get a warning that says this account has has continually shared false information. Do you still want to follow this account? The amount of messages I get back from people now being like, well, now I'm very interested in what you're saying because clearly you're going against the system. You're bucking the system and the system is not interested in what you have to say and what you have to do. And they want to warn people. So what they're doing is they're shaking people off and they're actually doing me a favor because if anyone truly 100% believes the system and does not want to bend their own views for any reason, then I am not the account that you need to follow because I'm going to piss you off. And I'm going to do whatever it is I'm going to do that's going to make you act and react in a certain light. My question with this is, how come these fact checkers are almighty? Who gave them that power? And at what point do we, the users of the program, get to vote on how useless these fact checkers are, how much we don't want them around? I mean, obviously, if something is peculiar... You're going to look into it. The implication is that we're all too stupid to do any research on our own. We're all too dumb to understand what's right and what's wrong. Or maybe the lines of what's right and what's wrong and what's real information and what's misinformation are so blurred now because everything is such garbage that the only place you can get any proper information that they want you to get is government-funded websites. The entire movie Don't Look Up was based on this. Don't pay attention to anybody other than us. And if you do, you're crazy. You're crazy. We live in a world that is desperately trying to wake us up from the world that we live in. And it's fascinating. There was a time in my life where I was upset, disappointed, uh, freaked out about this. But the truth of the matter is, this is really cool. So the weirder it gets, and trust me, it's going to get weirder. The weirder it gets, the more people are going to wake up to it. The more people are going to see it. The more people are going to put two and two together. The more people are going to understand. It's got to get crazier for people to be like, you know what? We're just going to shut you off entirely. I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what you have to do. I don't trust any of you. Any of you out there with your lab coats and your doctorates and your and your whatever, your agenda-pushing narratives, it's clear what you're trying to do. And I don't want to play that game anymore. Everybody is goaded and rewarded by something. People are losing their shirts over disagreeing with the narrative. Whatever happened to scientific information? Whatever happened to questioning anything? Are we not allowed to do that? I think the biggest thing for me is any number one, any number of these conspiracies. If you don't have the ability to do your own research, what like what are you what are we really going to think? If I say the craziest things in the world, you know, uh, the blue Yeti, the Yeti, uh, what's his name there? The, uh, the Bigfoot uh, guy. He's out running around doing his thing. 
and I seen him. Uh, he was on top of the roof uh, delivering g gifts to kids. Like, what the fuck? Right? How come some of that stuff could get disowned or whatever? How come I'm not allowed to talk about, or or no, I should say um, Bigfoot and all those uh, mythical things uh, are allowed to be talked about uh, because they were the initial conspiracy theories that 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 weren't anything, right? It was the small wakers, the small little pokes that we were allowed to look at. Maybe Bigfoot exists. Maybe Bigfoot's a giant. Maybe giants exist. Maybe Tartaria exists. What doesn't exist is dinosaurs. There's no proof of dinosaurs. Dinosaurs only showed up in the 60s. Oh, that's a weird one, eh? So all of the things that were fully indoctrinated into believing at the very beginning, are they're all false. And what happens with that is we start sort of expanding upon and creating form, creating thought patterns and processes due to the information that we have. Therefore, fundamentally, we can't get to the appropriate conclusion because all the information that we have that would lead us there is false. So the only thing that you've got is your ability to discern, your ability to extrapolate from all stories everywhere, all counts of research, the television you watch, the show. It's all in there. It's like... There's so much inside the movies and the TV that we, just the general TV that we watch. You know, people don't ask these questions like they know they're putting floor poison in or, or poison in food food cleaning. Oh my gosh, let's try this again. They know they're putting floor cleaner poison in our cereal. And do you know what we say about that? Well, it's just a little bit. Well, it must be helpful. Oh, what about the fluoride in your water? Ah, it's fantastic. That's a poison. No, no, no. It's good. It's naturally occurring. Yeah, there is naturally occurring fluoride. It comes from rock mineral. Um, and then there's poison fluoride runoff that you bite into because it's good for your teeth. And it's like a straight fluoride poisonous gel injection that you get as a child. And we wonder why our kids can't function. We wonder why there's so many things going on right now. We wonder why people haven't put two and two together. Because if you get close to putting two and two together, you get shut down. You get shut up. Now, I'm over here, you know, ringing my bells and wearing my tinfoil hat. And I've got my end is nigh sandwich board on, right? This is what the people, this is what the, 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 the grand naysayers say about me. I'm crazy enough that they don't have to pay attention to what I'm saying or doing over on the podcast, over on this podcast right here. On the Instagram, however, we've got a big enough reach and we've got a big enough uh, traction pool or had that we were a threat and that we got shut down. Now, this podcast is growing nicely uh, and it will grow to a certain point um, and, and maybe it won't grow past that. But as long as the guys, as long as, as long as you guys are getting the message, as long as the people that are listening to the show are picking up on something and asking themselves something and seeing something inside themselves that they need to see and do and feel and become, because of it, that's where that's where that's where great change comes from. You know, you can't change the world overnight, but you can you can have somebody do something a little bit different, and then their world changes, and then they then they share an idea. You know, nine eleven was a huge catalyst for a lot of people. This show wasn't about the explosions and the this and the that and this general story and the blah blah blah. Who cares? It was twenty odd years ago, and it's a story that has caused nothing but division amongst every single person that's ever talked about it, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's conspiracy theorists versus conspiracy theorists, normie versus normie, you know, whatever it is, however you want to look at it, people that are asleep, people that are not asleep. There's always some point of contention inside this story where everyone can argue with everybody. And honestly, 
the purpose of the whole thing was for us to argue. So 20 years later, here we are, quote unquote, ish, still talking about it, still arguing about it, but we're not. I threw a Trojan horse into that plan and I will utilize the verbiage to get it out there and to get people talking about it, but to open up more eyes. The world we live in, ladies and gentlemen, is not as it seems. We are adding new things to the website. So if you haven't checked us out in a while, please head on over to thementalmasteryalliance.com. You can find us on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. We are not running ads. Uh, I will promote myself. If you guys aren't already following us on both those spots, I'm sure you are or you've checked it out. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome to it. This is a really weird time and a really amazing time to be alive. Today is Sunday, September 11th. We have a new king. <laughs> Here's a fun story too. Camilla is the queen of England now or going to be or whatever. I don't know. hundred percent. I'm not really following it. Um, and uh, the, the princess uh, died a long time ago, Princess Diana. Now, here's another fun story about that. Like, you know, there's a lot of rumors out there about obviously repurposing celebrities and this, that, and the other thing. So I don't, I don't, I'm not putting any validity into who died and who did what and who's where and what's what. I don't think really we know anything about any of that. But I will say this. It is funny in the story that they've told us, if we look at it from beginning to end, just as it's, as it's been delivered, the new queen of England is who Charles was dating on the side of Princess Diana. Before they broke up, Camilla was was the side piece. So the Queen of England today is a side piece. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.